turned in, turned in, tuned in, you ha- have ha- are listening today to the best podcast in Payne County, run by just two diocesan priests who our mission is to help you become holier every every day. And we start by humbling ourselves by saying, "Turned in." May this podcast be a penance. <laughs> it is. You know what? It's immediately <clears throat> after the uh, Chaplet of Divine Mercy. So on Oklahoma Catholic Radio. On Oklahoma yes. Catholic Radio. So it's right before the Mass on Sunday mornings. Really? On P ninety four point three. Wow. Okay. And then as a podcast, you can listen to it whenever and wherever you want. Wow, fantastic! Running around Boomer Lake, walking across campus, um, driving to work, maybe on an airplane. Anywhere you can, you can be at home mopping a floor. Yes. Or mopping a floor at work, whichever one you want. We're just glad you're here. Welcome to the Red Dirt Riviera, uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma, also known as God's Country amongst most people. That's the uh, I think that's the like official nickname of Stillwater, God's Country. And you've tuned in, turned in. Come on, you're listening to it once again. Uh, the Pastors of Pain Radio Show. Well, I'm here with my amigo of amigos, Father Brian O'Brien, who's the pastor of St. Francis Xavier uh, Parish, uh, 7-Eleven North Country Club. You can find it, anything about them at what? SFX dot... SFXStillwater.org. SFXStillwater.com. Check us out. Dot com, dot org? Dot org. Oh, dot org. Uh, you can also uh, check out if you're a Catholic college student or a college student in general who's looking for both community and to grow in your faith, the Catholic Student Center on the corner of Miller and Knobloch, known as St. John Catholic Student Center. And also check out our awesome new Catholic Student Center we're building, buildingsaints.com, because that's our mission is to build saints for the kingdom of God. That's what we do. We build saints, right? True. That's what, that's True. what everybody does. Because in heaven... It's not what everybody does. Well, it's what everybody should do. Oh. Because okay. like when, when you're in heaven and you look around, like there's only saints in heaven. Because they're singing, holy, holy, holy. Santo, 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 santo. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that's the way I first heard the, the mass in Spanish. Oh, gosh, that's terrible. Santo, santo. Santos a Señor, Dios de Universo. That's what we sing. Yeah. yeah. Or as a small child said, Santo, 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 Santo. And I was like, it was one of my servers, one of my little Monte Guillos. Oh, dear. Well, uh, today, Father O'Brien, I, uh, what's your, uh, tell me what your degree is in, because uh, you have a, you have a, a plethora of them. Um, my, my undergraduate degree from uh, my beloved alma mater, Boston College. Whoa, BC? Um, I graduated with a degree in... Uh, theology, okay, and then another uh, degree in political science. Okay, gone. And what? What? What's your, what? Did you get a second degree after that? And then I went. Uh, I got a master's in education from the University of Notre Dame. Does that really count? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Oh, I mean, does it transfer anywhere? It's legit. It's, it's a master's. Degree. I have a diploma. Okay, got excellent. My parents' house. Uh, and then I went to uh, the seminary and Ooh. got two two more master's degrees. Whoa. I got a master's in, uh, it's called Master's in Social Thought and Life. Okay. I'm not, uh, from St. Mindred. Is that, is that Universal Studies? Is that Universal <laughs> Studies? <laughs> Sorry, St. Mindred. It's basically like uh, <laughs> philosophy, sort of. Anyway. And then I got, a, like all priests do, a Master's uh, in Divinity from St. Mindred Seminary. Oh. Indiana. Well, you're a, you're a well-learned man. <laughs> okay. You've, you've studied a lot of stuff. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Well, that, you know, I always ask you, 
uh, all sorts of political questions. I always ask you, what's the pulse of the culture? Who, who, like, who is up for railroad engineer in Texas? Or, like, why is this person... I'm not as up on Texas politics as much as... uh as I used to be. Yeah, I always ask you the pulse of things because I I really don't pay because attention to Because I read the newspaper every You day. read the newspaper every Literally morning. the paper, not online. We get the paper we delivered get the, to our house and I love it. The Tulsa World. Yep. Not the Oklahoma City newspaper. No, we don't get that. Uh, uh, we get the Stillwater newspaper. Uh, we get the Stillwater News Press. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and what, that comes now in, in the mail. So it does, it usually actually doesn't usually make it to the house because it comes to the, the mail at the parish. So what? I usually read is that it. What? I read it in the office. Is that why I haven't then seen I recycle it? Recycle it, yes. Well, why don't you bring it over to the casa? Okay. Yeah, please. Sorry. I always like to read the uh, the report on what's going you on like with to read the, sh- the sheriff's report on what kind oh, of Payne County Sheriff's report. Oh, I love Any, it. Anything love recent? It. Anything recent from the no? Payne? When I first moved here, there was like every donkey day on road. There was like yeah, like cows out. Oh, it was awesome. Now there's still a little bit of that. There was like a rattlesnake bite the other day. Ooh, uh, exciting! That made the sheriff's report. Well, not exciting if that's your foot. Yeah. So you got the Stillwater Police Report, which is usually sort of you know more like sort of city, city crimes. You know, breaking, and entering. Larceny. Bust, you yep. know? And then they got the Payne County Sheriff's Report, which gets out of the city and into the rural areas. That's when you get, you know, lost dog <laughs> and rattlesnake bite <laughs> and other such exciting things. It gives us things to pray for. Whoever got bit by that rattlesnake. Oh. Whoever lost their cows. Dang. Yeah. Sad day. Keeps you in touch with the people. The police blotter. I always look through that, see if I have any parishioners getting in trouble. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. It's very helpful because then if they are, then I can minister yeah, you can to them. Go to them, yeah. like like we did when, uh, well, you did when there was that big, there was a big arrest in, uh, like yeah, the immigration raid. Last, yeah, yeah. And you went to the September. jail and met uh-huh. with the FBI uh-huh. people and Department of Homeland Justice, Security. Homeland Security. Yes, all the uh, all those guys. Indeed. So you you keep a uh, a a pulse on what's going on. You keep as they say the your ear to the railroad. Of what is going... What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. No, just kidding. That's what's fair. a bill on Capitol Hill? Is that it? Ooh, was, that, was that what that I was? I love that. Just um, a bill here on Capitol Hill. If you don't know those things, uh, go to old YouTube and uh, find the bill on Capitol Hill. Okay. There's there's something happening in the next couple weeks. I cannot wait until the election is over. Not only because well, that's I when I COVID ta- is going to go away. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't actually don't think that. But there's like legit people who are, who say COVID goes away November 5th. Is when's the election? November 4th. November 4th or the third. November no- 3rd. Yeah. November 3rd is so the November election. 4th. COVID goes away. Like as soon as it's like no, come on, uh, no, it's not happening. But I really can't wait because I think I think generally speaking, and I think it's getting worse in my lifetime. I've been you know I've paid attention to elections especially presidential elections even i mean since i was a kid through high school college and then after college and just the 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 state of like political discourse and civility is just terrible okay it's just terrible how do you know give me an example of how well i think i mean you see i mean and social media has made us more informed (laughs) but also misinformed and then i think social media has just made us more um crass is maybe the best wow. way to say it. That's a good word. We, you know, like there's so many things you would never say to a person if they were standing right in front of you, but you will absolutely uh-huh. say it to uh-huh. them on Facebook and Twitter. Um, so right. people are just, so, so what happens is we, we've gotten to a place where, you know, I, 
I like this candidate, you like this other candidate, and because I like this candidate and you like the other candidate, like I don't like you and you don't like me. That that That's uh, unfortunate. That we've, become, we've become yeah, we've become kind of defined by our our politics. And it's just and it's just sad because I think there's been an overemphasis. I mean, politics is important, and this is the from the Catholic Church's standpoint, politics is important. It I, is. I'm handing a do- holding a document uh, called Forming Conscience for Faithful Citizenship. Yeah. So that was yeah. what you got. You have you're holding our a diocesan magazine, the Eastern Oklahoma Catholic, the most recent um, issue, and in it is a little two page spread uh, from the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, and it's about how Catholics view politics and how we ought to, you know, get together and, and, and how to—it's not how to vote. It's not—the Church does not endorse political candidates or political parties, um, but it gives you some guidelines by which to make your decisions about how to vote. And one, not a lot of Catholics know about that. Okay. Um, which I'm glad the diocese printed it in our in our magazine, so more people will see it. I'm going to be pushing it out. We're actually going to print that whole thing in our in our bulletin uh, this weekend, and then I'm just going to be pushing out some emails and things like that, just helping people to 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 come to a better understanding. Because I think a lot of times our politics, we vote for the person who's going to be like best for us. I want this person's going to be best for my pocketbook, for for my family. And the church is asking us to take a broader view that it can't just be who's best for me. It's who which which candidates are really going to be best for the common good for for you know for us all. And I think the other negative in in our in our politics now is so much it's all about the presidential election. Like people who are so fired up about President Trump or Vice President Biden or you know like they, a lot of people know squat about the other candidates running. Number one, any like third party candidates, of okay. which there. So I'm looking at I'm looking at the Oklahoma ballot. This is the Payne County sample ballot. It, one, two, three, four, four, five, six. There are six presidential candidates on this ballot. Let me let me guess. Let me let me take a guess. I'm gonna throw out a, a wild name. Since Donald Trump. Was I mean ran, ran so he's for, there Donald J Trump and yeah. Michael R Pence yeah okay yeah now I don't know the list so give me give me just one name that I would never think of that I mean could be on there maybe a name I can't pronounce or you know it's I mean a, so so Biden Joe Biden's on there okay good Joe Biden and Kamala Harris okay Kamala yeah, God, so I know those there. people uh, but the Libertarian Party is on here do you know I don't know who's in the Libertarian I know of it so the Libertarian and Ross Perot Ross Perot was Joe, a, Joe Jorgensen. Okay. And her uh, vice presidential candidate is Jeremy Spike Cohen. Well, I'm sorry, what? Spike. Jeremy Spike Cohen. Okay. But then there's three independents. Give me one. Give me the one. One of whom we all know. Who? And sometimes love. Whoa, whoa. Coach John Smith, the wrestling coach? Oh, that would be Who fun. is in the Oklahoma Hall of he's Fame? He's going co- in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. he's going. To, uh, no, Kanye West. What? <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West is on the ballot in Oklahoma for president. Now, I'm not advocating voting for Kanye. I'm not, you know, but how many people know that there are six presidential candidates on the ballot? And then there's all these others. So depending on where you live, if you if you live in Payne County, if you're voting in Payne County, there are um, you're going to vote for corporation commissioner. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. Uh, You're voting for United States senator. Ooh. 
there are five candidates. Really? For for U.S. Senator from Oklahoma. Okay. okay? You're going to be voting here in in, uh, in Payne County. We vote. We're in District Three uh, of for the U.S. House. Okay. There's two candidates there. Uh, state Senator, State House. There is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight judges. No that way. Are on the ballot. And then there are two state ballot questions. What are the ba- state ballot questions? Well, I can't. They're super long. Oh, okay. Number no 805 and 814. You can look those up. 805 and 814. Okay. Um, so, uh, so there's like way more than just the presidential election. But okay, where did, you get, where did you get that right there? I Googled Payne County sample ballot. Okay. And this and it appeared. And, and whammo it, right and there. I, and I printed it out. And, and so it'll, it'll, it'll vary a little bit based on, yeah, based on where you live. You've given me, this is why I love talking to you about politics, because you've just added a lot more. Now, I, I will say, tell you this, and I'm going to say this publicly. You have really helped me be a concerned citizen. Oh. I didn't vote before I moved here. Oh, no. So in... Well, so since it's I was your eighteen, fault. when I was eighteen, the only, I, I voted in a couple this presidential. This episode will be entitled "Father Kerry Ruined Our Country." <laughs> no. But you, you've helped me become a more conscious citizen. Thank you. of what's going on and why it's important for college students. Oh, to, for sure, to register to vote. I mean, and in college, on. I mean, a lot of people don't know, like OSU students don't know that they can vote here. Um. So a lot of like the census, the, the U.S. census that's being done right now, mm-hmm. which actually the deadline passed, but they've extended it because of COVID. Um, Oklahoma State students are, are should be counted in Stillwater. So not where you're from, but where you are right now. So, but anyway, it's so it kind of it kind of depends person by person, but you can um, you can vote here. OSU students can vote in Oklahoma. Okay. Okay, let's talk about let's, uh, two things. I have two questions for you. One, this document. Yes. Maybe maybe talk to us about this document and why it's important. And two, how do you go about preparing to vote? Do okay. you just like do you just like I, I'm not going to ask you who you're going to vote it's for, a pinwheel, but but there, <laughs> there's lots of options. Of which a pinwheel is an option. A throwing a dart at a dartboard is an option. You people straight party vote. Or they go down and they research each person, uh, and they and they like, yep. okay, I, I already know I'm yep. a straight party vote, Republican, Democrat, yep. Independent, whatever. Yep. And then, I, how does one go about researching those candidates? So, so I would first first and foremost, I would say do not var- do not vote straight party vote. Now what? I'm not I'm not telling you what to, what to do. I guess I, I kind of <laughs> am in that in that respect. But each 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 race is different. Each race is different. Um, just because someone is a Democrat or just because someone is a Republican, that doesn't mean that they're they're good or they're bad. Um, so, for example, just like on the on the subject of like abortion, for example, which for us, which for us as Catholics, um, there there is we would call it a hierarchy of values. Not all issues are the same. So, recycling. So, and, is the environment and, important? Yes. Is it more important than the destruction of innocent human life? Thousands of thousands a day, no. They're not on the same. level. They're not on the same level. Important both, but but one is one has sort of one has preeminence. But there are so you know a lot of times people will say like Democrats are like pro-abortion. That that is true. It's in the party platform. But but there are there are pro-life Democrats. Correct. Google Google pro-life Democrats. They're out there. There's a woman named Kristen Day, um, who I follow on Twitter and who is amazingly articulate for 
what the what the Democratic Party stands for traditionally for the under the underserved, the under privileged, the, the, privilege, the migrant, the refugee. Um, but then also, but trying to kind of fight for the soul of her party to 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 get the 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 abortion plank out out of the Democratic Party. Okay. Now she's fighting a total uphill battle, right? But then again, just so, just because someone is a Republican, um, there are like pro-choice, pro choice, pro pro abortion Republicans Correct. also. So it's not just oh, they're a Republican good, Democrat good, or Republican bad, whatever. Um, so I would say stay away from the kind of the straight ticket voting that e- look up each individual candidate you can google all these people they all have websites and you can look up what they what they believe now then you take that and i think especially as catholics especially as as a christian people religious people people of goodwill um you 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 take what these people believe versus how how they in one sense kind of ought to believe okay. the laws that are that need to be uh, made in this country so you can kind of look at it. There's there's a hierarchy of values. Not all issues are the same, um, but then you have to look at it. Of does this person have anything to do with, you know, certain issues? Um, so we've talked about like my mom. You know, kind of <laughs> for my mom, um, you know, like uh, I mean, abortion is the number one issue, and she, no, it doesn't matter who you are. She's she's well, going to ask you. What's that? Jo- what is the thing she calls Dude, the text? The, the, yeah, railroad? the railroad, yeah, the railroad commissioner was Which running. I, this is years ago, but was you know called our house and was like, "Hello, I'm running for railroad commissioner." And my mom was like, "What do you think about abortion?" Mm. That was that's her that's her that's her issue. Now, we should ought, we ought to be concerned with other things too, but there is a hierarchy of values. So that document, um, forming consciences for faithful citizenship, lays that out. Um, there, there's we ought not be w- sort of one issue voters. But at the same time, certain certain things. One of the more, filters we use is the hierarchy of them. Right, right. So, so generally speaking, I would say this: we are, and we've I've said this term before. We are Catholics. We ought to be politically homeless. Um, neither the Republican nor Democratic Party, nor there's a number of other third parties, right? The Libertarian Party, the Green Party. Uh, kind of an interesting little little nugget out there. There's a group called the American Solidarity Party. I'm sorry, what? Um, the American Solidarity Party. They they I follow them on Twitter. As I as I follow the Democrats, I follow the Republicans. Just because I'm a student of politics, but the American Solidarity Party kind of has, I think, some really interesting views on things. Now, the problem is, and this is not me bragging. This is, um, I have more Twitter followers than the presidential candidate of the American Solidarity Party. <laughs> okay, that's not good. That's not good if you're the American Solidarity Party, right? Uh, President Trump has, you know, 100 million, uh, and this guy has, you know, I don't know, 2,400 or something. Anyway, it's not it's not a good sign. So we're, we're politically homeless. Um, neither party, you can belong to a party, but neither party truly represents who we are. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. And so Catholics have to take that into account as we go to the polls. Um, one not one should not sort of define themselves as a Republican first and then a Catholic, or a Democrat first and then a Catholic. We are Catholics. And even this, I mean, this is a little controversial, but we're Catholics before we're Americans. If you I are agree. if you are an American. We have a lot of people here who are not from the United States. Um, we are we are Catholic first. Um, so there's actually a great quote I saw the other day from uh, Blessed James Alberoni. Who? And he said, love for one's country 
is subordinate to love for the church. Love for one's country ought to be subordinate to one's love for the church. Isn't that the fear that uh, in the 60s when Kennedy was going to be elected, they oh, thought yeah. that Kennedy was going to have a hotline to the Pope and the yep. Pope was going to tell him what to do? Yep. And that's the same thing. I mean, you see it now in the, uh, uh, with with, the for Judge Barrett, you know, Amy Coney Barrett, who's up for as a Supreme Court justice. You know, her, her, her Catholicism, she's a woman of deep faith, right? She's married, she has seven kids, you know, and her Catholicism's getting, like, taken out for a ride because... She like really lives it, and so there's people are saying, well, she's just gonna you know take orders from her priest or take orders from the pope, and it's like oh, <laughs> I think really. she's smarter than yeah, that. You know? <laughs> but, like nobody says that about like Vice President Biden, S- Sotomayor. Yeah, they didn't yeah, say yeah. that about her. Yeah. they didn't if, say that about if, Anthony Kennedy. If Judge Barrett is is confirmed, there's gonna be there's gonna be six Catholics on the on the Supreme Court. They say that about Roberts, but they don't take. I mean, yeah, they don't take. They're not taking orders. The Pope doesn't call them and be like, okay, guys, listen up. <laughs> Huddle up, Catholics. Here's, here's what we're going to do. Uh, but that was the fear back in 1960 when John F. Kennedy was running. You know, so he, 1928, Al Smith was uh, was a candidate for president, and and he got nailed. I mean, the Ku Klux Klan came after him. A lot of anti-Catholicism came after, anti-Catholics came after him because there was this idea that if you're a Catholic, you can't think for yourself. If you're a Catholic, you you know, you take these orders. Um, but the church does not tell us how to vote. The United States bishops um, or, or, or priests are not endorsing, you know, endorsing candidates um, because we're 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 because we're politically homeless. Okay, so that's one one point. A second point is that we we do, uh, hierarchy of values. We give priority to the defense of of innocent human life. So abortion and euthanasia are more important. Correct. They are more important issues. Um, then the other piece, um, as people vote. Um, is we ought never vote for a candidate because of their immoral position. So go ahead, tell tell me about this. So so if a candidate is is in favor of abortion, we we ought not vote for them because of that. Now the problem in our politics is oftentimes when you go to the polls, you you end up voting for what is commonly called like a lesser the lesser of two evils. Who's going to do less damage? That's not the way that one it's should think about ter- their politicians. Well, right. Because I, the well, politician's job. better politicians. The politician's job is to help build up the virtue, the goodness of the people, to take care of the poor, right. to keep the economy running, to, right. to enact laws and to maintain them. Not to just like look at it like, well, which one's not going to mess this up the worst? Right. And so that's, that, you know, that's a dilemma I face. <laughs> what, you know, and, that, and again, mostly in the presidential race. I know when I voted um, in 2016 for president, um, you know you're lo- you're looking at the candidates, including the third party <laughs> candidates. Yeah. Okay. None of whom exactly represent, and so so now you're kind of you're you're down to, well, okay, who who's closest to me? Right. And and it's hard. Was there none it's on hard. the ballot? Was like a none option? No, I mean you can leave a blank. You can't just put like none of the above. No, no. in some some states there's a write-in um, possibility. Oklahoma is not one of those states. So there are when you go to vote this year there are six names, twelve names: president, vice president, okay, times times six. Those are your options. So you can't write somebody in. Um, yeah, I kind of wish we could, because then I could like actually vote for who I think would be the best president, even if they're not on the ballot. Wow. 
But anyway, so that it, it's just it's it's very very <laughs> difficult. But what? I would just I would really encourage people to one read read the document. So the, actually, the document is like fifty pages. So th- that's one option. The summary of the document is in is in the Eastern Oklahoma Catholic Magazine. It's also available if you Google um, the challenge of forming consciences for faithful citizenship. The challenge of forming consciences for faithful citizenship. You'll get the two-page... I'm sorry, it's 53 pages. The original one is 53 pages. This is a two-page summary, and it's very well done. So this is what's going to be printed in the bulletin at, at my parish coming up. And then coming up at your place, we're going to have a little... When, when is this? We're having a little talk. Uh, October, this week. This Oct- week. October... What? Uh, October... It's Wednesday. It's October the 21st. 21st. Is that, 21st. Is that right? Yeah. Wait, wait, uh, what's that? What are we doing there? I'm kind well, of been, I've been reading up. I'm gearing up. You ready? Yeah. It, it, so it is October 21st. It is going to be at, uh, there's 6 p.m. It's called Knobloch Night because it's on the corner of Miller I and I see what you did there. Knobloch. Everybody knows. So there is, there's dinner and uh, there's a hangout time. And then at 6.45, oh, Father Brian O'Brien is going, that's you, Ta-da. is going to be giving a talk on being a conscious voter, being how to form your conscience for for faithful citizenship. That's it. Which does not only include voting, by the way. I think some people also the other misconception is like, yeah, I'm a I'm an engaged citizen. I vote. Well, the most unengaged among us can vote. You can walk <laughs> in there and vote for Kanye and <laughs> you know, because you you like you think his name sounds cool or you know, you can do I mean you can go in and just mark stuff right, up. Right. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you're informed. But for faithful citizenship also implies um, that that in between elections you're engaged, mm-hmm. so you're keeping up on the issues that you're trying to influence your local uh, officials, whether that's the you know that's the mayor of Stillwater, the mayor of Perkins, to uh, you know kind of our state our state house, state senate, our governor. And then on up to the federal level, the president and and senators and 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 Congress uh, men and women, those are all very important. City councilors here at the local level, uh, are you engaged at that level? And then what I would say, and I think this is especially true of young people, and I would say this especially they're, they're not mine, but they're yours. But to the students of Oklahoma State, um, if you are a a principled Christian young man or woman, and you feel deeply about these issues, um, to consider a career in politics. Really? Now, you may say, I wouldn't wish wish that on my worst enemy. But that's part (laughs) of our problem. That's part of our problem. Yeah. When when you look at, you know, we watched that debate that happened the other night, uh, a couple weeks back, kind of right before right before the president got COVID and that became the the news of the of the week. Uh what a disgrace. (laughs) That debate was a dumpster fire of epic proportions. Uh, I didn't watch it. You watched it. I was at nine oh nine. It Mass. was so I had, uh, terrible. It was just. Was terrible. it a debate or was it just people? No, it was. But I mean, with phrases like, "No, you're no, you're stupid. No, you're dumb." I was like, "No, they weren't. They were like sixth my, grade boys." Are these my fourth grade nieces and nephews talking to each other, or like two candidates for the highest office in the land, and the, become leader of the free world? Come on! And so a lot of people after that were like, "Is this the best we can do?" And it's not. As much as I have respect for anyone who will throw their hat in the ring and run for office, and I do, uh, we can do better than that. And so young people who, are, who might be listening to this, 
if you have you know aspirations of wanting to make the world a better place, there's a whole bunch of ways to do it. I would say you should consider priesthood and religious life. Uh-huh. It's me. It's just me talking. <laughs> but we need we need principled people of faith um, who will stand up for the dignity of human life and for the common good to run for politics. Or we can just we just abandon it and leave it to other people. Bone brains. But then we're in big trouble. So I think, you know, so those of you out there, maybe maybe you're in law school, maybe you're just just you're a freshman make, in college. You want to make the world a better place. I'd like Let's go. to see the world to Let's go. in perfect And in harmony. fact, Pope Francis, just the, this was like a week ago. We just have we just have a little time left. But uh, Pope Francis, a couple weeks ago, kind of made it clear of the, the dignity. And it's in the new document, the new encyclical, Fratelli Tutti. Uh, what? The Pope's new encyclical. I, I, I'm completely unaware of this. Oh my gosh, uh, he wrote about about the dignity of 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 the the career of a, of a, of politics. So, more much wow. more can be said. I encourage people to to get the document. Um, come to the what are we doing? What is it? October twenty first, Knobloch night, six p.m. There's dinner. Uh, talk starts at six forty five. Goes to and then Father O'Brien's going to do a little Q and A at the end. Uh, this is a very important yes. subject matter that. All of us are supposed to help our nation be excellent, our politicians to be virtuous. And our local and, communities, too. And to pray for people in the political world, to pray for their, their holiness, their growth in virtue, pray for their families, pray for peace in our nation. And pray before you vote for the you know the, 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 the gift of the Holy Spirit of, of wisdom and knowledge. Okay. You know, praying for that before you before you go in and make a these important decisions. Right on. Well, you have tuned in to another episode of Pastors of Pain. Keep us in your prayers and pray for our politicians. Peace.